no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. Oh! One more time. Oh! One more time. Welcome to the Barry Centers. On today's show, we preview our week one matchup against the Green Bay Packers and much, much more. What's good, Press? Hey, Doug, man, I am good. Packers week, you know what I mean? We've been asking for this. We've been waiting for it. Week one on the horizon, brother. Listen, there's no better time right now. I'm so excited for the start of this season. And I'm with Justin Fields. My man Justin looking at these reporters like, the fuck out of my face. I'm sick of asking <laughs> y'all dumbass questions. I just want to play ball. A lot of talking about the game, the build-up, and here we are. We're actually here, man, and I'm like Justin Fields. Let's just get this show started, and um, no better game to get it started of the season going against the Green Bay Packers. Rivalry game. You know, we get a chance on Sunday to shut up the Packers fans, right? and we told them there's a new era coming in here. This is Justin Fields' era, King of the North. Yeah, I said it. I stand for <laughs> that. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying it now, and I'm definitely going to be saying that shit Sunday night when we record on this fucking show. King of the North. Anyhow, like, I'm, 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 I'm not going to get too fired up yet, A-Dub. I'm already getting fired up. I'm already getting fired up. <laughs> you get me all pumped up, too. This is probably the most optimistic we're feeling about the Bears against Green Bay in such a long time. And um, I am enjoying this moment, Perez. Really am. Since the lovey days. Since the lovey days. But I'm, I'm going to say this now. Behind Justin Fields. That's a little bit of a question mark, right? And we talked about it last week on the show with Mike. I'm still surprised that they cut bait with P.J. Walker. Not saying yep. it was a bad move, but just surprised. Because now my worst fears may be coming to fruition. Because I'm hearing rumors, Dub, that Nathan Peterman may be our QB2 on Sunday. Ouch and ouch. I know people probably know that you and I are on record of saying that, but him as your QB number two after Justin Fields. I, I mean, that's just tough in itself. And again, I wasn't a big fan of P.J. Walker either, but you talk about going in with Nick DePeterman, who we don't have a lot of trust in, into taking the ham if something was to happen to Justin Fields. We're in a whole lot of trouble if that was to occur. This is my thing. We know Nate DePeterman's track record. I don't even have to tell you guys that. I told you guys last season, fire his tape up. His Bears tape ain't been all that damn impressive either. But at the same time, Dub, I know that they don't want to go into it putting a rookie in that situation if something were to happen to Justin. But that backup quarterback situation, a little funky, man. <laughs> this is no shade towards Tyson Bajant. I know he's going to have a solid future in the NFL, eh, Dub? But this is more of a, this offensive line better have that shit together. We need Justin to stay upright. We need him to stay healthy because I have no confidence and what's going to happen if one of these guys have to get called into action? I really don't. Not a shot against Tyson, but he's a rookie. And it's levels to the preseason versus the regular season. It's levels between going up against third and fourth stringers to going up against ones. It's levels. Nathan Peterman got NFL experience, and he's trash. Lord, please protect Justin Fields. Put your arms around Justin Fields, Lord, please. <laughs> we are definitely... 
looking for Justin Fields to play a full season and having a Nathan Peterman and a Tyson Bajan, just not what you want to have going into a season as your backups because you just never know how things could turn out. And with you already having some little bit of some doubts when it comes down to offensive line, I think Justin Fields' health is always something that we have to be concerned about. Now, I know that Matt Eberflus is all happy about the fact that Nathan Peterman returned because he says that Nathan Peterman and Justin Fields learned the offense together last year. That's cute. (laughs) You know, I'm great. I'm glad that he's been able to help Justin in the classroom. Right. But as far as that field, that green grass is concerned, I don't want to see Nathan Peterman take one snap. Not one single snap. Sorry. That's it. No. That is very simple, bro. No other surprises as far as the depth chart is concerned. I mean, it's pretty standard for kind of what we were thinking for the majority of the season. I want to talk through the injury report because a lot of us were wondering what was going to happen with Jaquan Brisker heading into week one here. And Matty Reflew said it best. He said it on practice on Monday. He said it was going to come down to Wednesday's practice. But Jaquan Brisker practiced on Wednesday. And I think all signs point a dub to Jaquan Brisker playing on Sunday. That would be a great sign if he plays on Sunday. And I believe he will, Perez. I think he understands how important this game is to Bears Nation in general, knowing we're going against the Packers. And just to hear him go on record saying that, hey, he doesn't like the Packers either. So it's like this is a big game. He wants to show up, and I think he will. He was out with a growing issue. He practiced in a limited fashion, but he was back out there. Important to see. But on the Packers side of the building, they wide receiver room out here in shambles, bro. Woo! Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs didn't practice yesterday. Mercy. Jordan Love, you already got an uphill battle. <laughs> now you ain't got no damn receivers healthy? It almost feel unfair, eh, Dub? I'm kind of like, man, I want to face them when they ain't got no excuses after we beat their fucking ass on Sunday. If you're missing your, your guy, Christian Watson, who was big time last season press, who came along that you and I talked a lot about, man, how he continued to improve as, as a wide receiver, you're missing him. That's pretty much your number one option um, as a wide receiver. Then you got Dobbs as well, who may be out. And again, it's all due to hamstring injuries. That's always tough. And you're right. I don't want to face them while they hurt. But guess what? Because I'll tell you one thing. If we came in and banged up like that, they wouldn't care at all. So for me, I have no remorse for them. Well, it's not necessarily remorse. I just want to beat them at full strength. I want to beat them head up. I want to beat them with a full, healthy arsenal of receivers. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. Now, on our side, as I mentioned, Jaquan Brisker, limited in practice with a growing injury. Eddie Jackson, limited in practice with the ankle injury. And Demarcus Walker with the calf injury, limited in practice on Wednesday. So we're starting to see some of those guys returning out to the field. All signs are positive, looking like they should be out there on Sunday, which would be tremendous. Because as I mentioned with Jaquan Brisker, this kid, as we talked about before, no love lost between the Packers and himself. He's all about the rivalry. Well, Justin's kind right. of more doesn't really want to talk about the past aspects of the rivalry. Jaquan Brisker wants to smoke, and I do too. Jaquan Brisker is ready for all this. And having a safety like him, man, that's big ups because this guy's going to take his game to the next level. That's what you and I see going forward. And I think someday he's probably going to be a pro bowler for sure. But, yeah, I like what I see. I like what he's saying about Chicago Bears. I like how he feels about the rivalry. I mean, this is just a guy who I'm looking forward to see play uh, more often. I, I haven't been excited for a Bears-Packers game since 2018 when we opened the season against them. Obviously, that game didn't go the way that we fucking wanted it to. And I'm allowing myself to be excited again. I, hopefully, they don't fucking <laughs> hurt me again. This is the thing. <laughs> 
this team sometimes <laughs> it's an abusive <laughs> relationship with these Chicago Bears. <laughs> but I'm gonna allow myself to be happy. I'm gonna allow myself to embrace a season that I think that we're gonna break through. But I think there's renewed optimism for this matchup for the first time in years. This rivalry is. You and I used to always talk about how Lovey Smith felt about this rivalry, right? It's an important thing here, you know, and you heard Ryan Pohl state, you and I talked about it on the show as well, taking back the North. And it's just a big deal, man, a huge deal. And feeling like this Bears finally has a chance to break through, that's fantastic, especially in the Aaron rodgers list era in our division. Perfect. And now we got the most anticipated Justin Fields versus Jordan Love matchup on deck. First time they're playing each other in their careers, bro. We, we, we know what it was when Aaron Rodgers was here. He talked right. his shit, right? Backed it up, whatever. But that man is on the Broadway right now, and he had forgot about y'all, Packers fans. He had left <laughs> you all crying at night every night. He don't care about y'all. Anyway, <laughs> it's a new era. It's a new time. And I had some Packer fan. He got in our mentions talking about some. I heard y'all on y'all last show, which, man, you love listening to this show, sir. Anyhow, <laughs> talked about y'all getting very excited for a quarterback that's 5-20 and 20 in his career. And I'm like, and? Ooh. And? Talking all that talk. No bass in your voice over there talking to me like that. You don't talk to us like that. Talk to me on Sunday. DM me Sunday after you take that L. When our quarterback goes to 6-20. and 20. How about that? I want to yeah. see if he can take that kind of smoke. Can you see the other side of it when the Bears start winning against the Packers? Is he going to be in our DMs then? Keep that same energy. This thing, Jordan Love and Justin Fields, they cool with each other. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like they got any sort of hatred towards one another, but I know Justin going to go out there and beat his ass. I know that much. And it's the thing. <laughs> we know the Packers got a decent little offensive squad there. Yeah. But so do we. Not only do we have a decent squad – we come in this season having the number one rushing offense last season. The Packers going to have to contend with that because we know that Packers run defense, boo-boo. Definitely. They're going to have to continue with our running game for sure. And I think Kenny Clark called it out for us, pretty much said, that, hey, you know what? We're going to have to pretty much stop the Bears' um, run attack. And they knew, he knew what Justin Fields was able to do. He talked about Herbert as well, been able to do some things against them. So he's pretty much putting it on blast that, hey, if they were to have some success against the Bears, it starts with them stopping the run game. And guess what? He's somebody that we're going to have to neutralize. And when we're talking about the interior of our offensive line, he's the guy that I'm looking at right now and it's like, hey, that's going to be a key fucking matchup. Center-guard combination. Ooh. Lucas Patrick, Cody Whitehair, Nate Davis. In no particular order. All you motherfuckers. <laughs> That dude right there, Kenny Clark, he's a problem. However, he can't do it all by himself. And when you talk about this Bears rushing offense, it ain't just about Justin Fields and what he did last year. But Khalil Herbert will churn out run after run after run. Dots of Foreman coming in off the bench. Shit, they may even get a little Roshan Johnson coming up. See, that's the thing. The Packers and the little friend of ours that was in our DMs, Y'all gonna get tired of seeing all these people that we keep shifting out there on the field, keeping our running back fresh, and there's another one coming down there running the football down your fucking throat. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't stop our running attack. You can't stop our running attack. While y'all all running y'all mouths about Justin, 
Just think about what we do best. And you hit it on the head of who our running backs are. And the one I am most excited to see out there for sure is Roshan Johnson. I hope he does get the opportunity, you know, to get some carries there because I just like him in general, like the way he runs that you and I talked a lot about. But seeing him get opportunity to run up against the Packers, man, that's just huge in itself. Now, we all know that I want to see Justin Fields in that passing attack open things up. But if it ain't broke, let's not try to fix it. So if we know we can run the football against these dudes, why not do that? Then we can use the running game to open up the passing game and take shots down the field, whether that's to DJ, Claypool, your boy Money Moon. Listen, Michael now says Dub, he hopes that you and him both on Sunday are yelling out the bank is open. <laughs> oh, man, I would love for the bank to be open, man, with Money Moon. Man, against the Packers, bro, gets no bigger than that for me, unless we're in the Super Bowl, of course. But, man, I would love to see that happen because the bank been closed for a while. It's about time. For me to take the locks off and let it rise, baby. I hope so, man. I'm like, boy, this is the brokest bank I have seen in, in, in a minute, man. I'm like, I know the interest rates and stuff are fucked up, Dub. Like, let's <laughs> get these doors open, bro. What y'all doing over there? It's about time, bro. I've been walking around putting the, the, the notice up, the orange sticker. Like, nope, not open yet. Not open yet. <laughs> but I want to take it down. I really do. I want to take it down, Dub. So I hope so. I hope so. I'm removing the hazard sign, friends. We already <laughs> laid out everything. Look, we already done the, the, the reconstruction, everything. Parking lot been rebuilt. The inside been remodeled. We ready, man. I hope so. I, listen, I hope you're right. It sounds good. It really do. It sounds good. <laughs> and listen, I want to give you the benefit of the doubt. I really do. Well, my boy, you got to show up, man. You got to come ready and prepare to play. Now, while we over here talking about the running game, we still have to acknowledge that there are some concerns on our offensive line. Now, while none of those guys are on the injury report, when I, when I say that, I'm meaning Lucas Patrick, Cody Whitehair, Darnell Wright, Nate Davis. But we have not seen this unit play together much. Right. We don't know about the chemistry, how that's going to look on Sunday. And so that's a concern that I have, not only just in the run game, but I have that concern in the passing game, protecting Justin Fields. So that's an area that we talked about on the last show, but it's something that I look at as an opportunity for the Packers to potentially exploit, and it's with our offensive line and pass pro. That's a very good point there, Perez, because you hit something that was very clear to me, you know, that, that O-line chemistry, the fact that this unit haven't had the reps together to really formulate a very good, strong relationship on the field, you know, how to protect Justin Fields, how to attack this run game, you know, in general. So it's like these are things that they have not had a lot of opportunities to do as a unit. And going against the Green Bay Packers first week, Nate Davis just getting out there. It's like, hey, man, are you really truly ready? You know, because Perez talked about it already. We haven't seen you, man. We saw you in street clothes a lot. Another thing, when I talked about the interior of the line, you talked about Kenny Clark earlier. One of the things that I was looking at when I was watching the tape for the Packers from the preseason, yeah, audience, we doing tape now on our opponents. Now, we're seeing the interior line playing a lot faster this season, A-Dub, than they did last year. One of the things that's really interesting to see is last season, they were trying to take up space. Now, you got these guys shooting gaps, which could present an issue for our Bears offensive line, which is why I brought that up. because. But what we see from the Packers this summer is a more consistent push 
that they're getting off of their defensive front. That's something that I want to make sure that we can neutralize because with our offensive line, one of the things that I did not see us do a good enough job at this summer was getting a push off of the line. So that's going to be a very intriguing matchup between the fronts. The fact they've been focused a lot on their physicality, you know, in the offseason, and now you talk about a, a, a Kenny Clark coming in humble, more motivated. You got Devontae Watt coming in more motivated. I mean, these guys are looking to try to create some havoc right there on that D-line. So you're right. That means our offensive line has to be very much well prepared for something like that. And unfortunately, Perez, I don't know where we're at because you already hit it on the head already. We haven't had a lot of time to get on that old line to, to build something. Well, another thing when you're thinking about the Packers' approach, you know they're going to load up on our running attack. Yep. I think they believe that the way to beat us is by forcing Justin Fields to throw the football. That's why I hope that the running game can get going so that way Justin could be in a better situation where we have that threat of, we don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Ooh, they're going to play action here. Oh, shit, Justin Fields is on the move. We don't know if he's going to run or if he's going to drop back the pass, right? We want to keep them guessing. But a good right. component of doing that is that running game's got to be click. But I yeah. know for I know for sure, in my heart of hearts, that they're going to try to take our running game out of it and they're going to try to force Justin in the Bears' office to be one-dimensional on Sunday. That is 100% they're going to be their approach. But one thing they have not prepared for, and what we've seen – and you and I talk a lot about this here, is DJ Moore and Justin Fields and what they're capable of doing together. And I'm not talking about these deep passes, Perez. I'm talking about these short passes and what DJ Moore can do with yards after the catch. And I think that's going to be another key component right there. If they want to play this game, stop the run, stop the run, just be mindful, like you just said, play action, a quick pass to DJ Moore or even the Cole commit and what could possibly happen. So if they want to do that, play that way, they got to realize that this Bears team is not what who they were last year. They got weapons on the outside now, and now this can make a big difference in this particular game. Now I'm going to flip it around to the other side, and I'm going to talk about Jordan Love versus the Bears defense. Now, we went out and got Yannick Ngakwe. Yep. Marcus Walker, we went out and got him from Tennessee, so we beefed up the, the edge rushers, or we hope that we have some beefed up presence there. True. Now, one of the things that we know from Allen Williams and his defense is how they go about trying to scheme up and create pressure up front. Now, if we're able to do that against Jordan Love and that offense on Sunday, that's going to create problems for that Packers offense and it's going to create opportunities for our athletic secondary to make some plays out there. But I'll tell you one thing, man. The key is going to be up front on both sides of the ball. The key is going to be up front. And I'm really looking forward to seeing um, Nguakwe go against David Bakhtiari. That's going to be a good point, man, a good matchup, because we can get home and get some pressure on Love. I will hope that Nguakwe can be one of the individuals on his team who can get there. But he got a tough matchup ahead of him as well in trying to do that. Well, we'll see. That, that's going to be one to, to, to watch. But then also I'm going to be curious to see how we look in the middle, where there's Justin Jones or Andre Billings going up against Josh Myers. Yep. Uh, that's going to be something else I'm going to be keeping my eye on. Definitely, Perez. And you, you talk about winning the war in the trenches. That's where it starts at right there. And we can win those battles. It puts this Bears team in a good position, man, to definitely win this football game. 
Because when I was watching the times that Love was playing in preseason, he didn't really get hit much. There was not a lot right. of pressure on him, right? Their offensive line kept him clean. Yep. And one of the things that that Packers offensive line historically has done a really good job of is handling pressures, which is what we do a really good job of manufacturing, the stunts that we do here and there. And so that's going to be something I'm going to really be kind of keying in on and, make, and hoping that we're able to get some pressure on that guy. Because with a young quarterback like a Jordan Love, you want to make sure that he's uncomfortable. Because if he gets comfortable back there and start getting some confidence, then he can start to pick you apart a little bit. But now, if we get pressure on him, hit him a couple times, now you're getting him in his head. Now he's speeding up that clock. Now he's thinking. Now he's overthinking. That's what we want. That's what we want, Jordan. We want you to be out there fucking nervous as hell, thinking, panicking in your head. That's what we want you to do. Because then that's when he's going to throw that pick six to Bojack, which is one <laughs> of my predictions for week one. Bojack will take one to the house, Doug. Ooh, I love that. Would love to see Bojack take one to the house, Perez. But you talk about love being uncomfortable. Perez, he probably is uncomfortable already, knowing who he's sitting out there in the wide receiver group. You talk about Wiggs, Reed. I think you talk about uh, Samari, probably their best wide receiver right now if Dobbs and Christian Watts are hurt. But right now, with that inexperience he's dealing with, that could be a little uncomfortable in itself, right? And then the Bears are able to get home and apply pressure. That just makes it even tougher for Jordan Love. And now, all of a sudden, you talk about those turnovers. Those are the type of things that can happen. Either Jordan Love holding the ball too too long, get sacked, or trying to force something in there that's not there. And that can definitely create some good things for the Chicago Bears moving forward. Well, Dontavian Wicks is also is dealing with his own hamstring injuries. He's another guy potentially Jordan Love may not have out there, Dub. So, ouch. Mercy. Mercy, <laughs> mercy, mercy. It but, gets worse for Jordan Love. But on the flip side of that, they still got Aaron Jones and they still got A.J. Dillon. And our rush defense left a lot to be desired last season. Yeah. We showed this summer that we still were getting run on. That is another position that I'm going to really be paying attention to in this ball game because we know the threat that Aaron Jones presents in the running game. We also know the threat that A.J. Dillon provides there in that red zone and how he just hammers that fucking ball in there. So that's going to be a unique opportunity for the Packers as well to try to get their running game going. Absolutely. If you're the Packers, that's where you're looking at right now and say, hey, we know our wide receiver group is banged up. We're really going to have to lean heavily on Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. And to the Bears' points, like, look, we know what those two dudes are capable of doing. For you just talked about, we got to slow those guys down. I even see A.J. Dillon become a factor in the passing game as well in those flats that you and I talked about last season. This guy is can be a game changer. So we definitely going to have to slow down those two running backs because they're going to be the difference maker in with Jordan Love feeling comfortable versus being uncomfortable in this game as well. Yeah, I just think the name of the game is going to be really disguising the scheme for Allen Williams making sure that Jordan Love doesn't trust what he's seeing out there. Right. And give him something to doubt. Throw some blitzes at him, right? I know historically we don't like to do that a lot, but switch it up. Give him something to think about out there. Like I said, we got an inexperienced quarterback out there. Take advantage of that. And I think Allen Williams can get creative, knowing the fact that, unfortunately for the Packers, they don't have the threats out there in the wideout spot. So therefore you can do Potentially, right, potentially. So that means you're able to do some things with a young, experienced group out there at the wide receiver spot for the Packers. So you maybe just switch some things up a little bit, test the waters a little bit, you know. Like I said, give Jordan Love some different looks. 
that he may be uncomfortable with. But the one thing is they've shown, like I said, so far, at least in preseason, that they can handle those looks. But, hey, still throw them at them. You know what I mean? Give them, give them something to think about. And when I look at the Packers running backs, Aaron Jones, obviously, he he's a stud. You know what I'm saying? He gets shit done. AJ Dillon, he had kind of an up-and-down season last year. And so I think for a guy like that, this 2023 season is going to be important for him to rebound. And you know his running style has always given us trouble here in Chicago. I mean, that's a big back. Jesus, 245 pounds plus is a big boy. Big fucking boy. And I think I like where you were going with that. You talk about A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones. We got to do a better job for sure at tackling those guys because they breaking tackles, bro, and, and making things happen. It's going to be a long night for, for Bear Nation for sure. But that's what we got to definitely win the war at. Not only getting home, but we got to tackle those dudes. So, Doug, you and I, we made our predictions on the last episode, so we'll reiterate those to the audience here in a second. But this is one of the first times in a long time that the Packers coming in here as underdogs. When I saw <laughs> the DraftKings line for the game, I said, ooh, I like that. And I also <laughs> saw the over-under was 42 and a half, and I said, hmm. Ooh. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I like it. I like it. The fact yeah, that we are the favorites. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, we're not at, you know what I'm saying, winter circle time just yet. But I'm going to give y'all a little freebie now. I'll take that over 42 and a half for any of our people that like to, to gamble a little bit. 42 and a half? Packers, Bears? Oh, come on now. That's child's play. Better take that over and keep it moving. Well, there's no dub taking that over, press. You better. You better. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to check in on you, and I'm going to make sure that you put that bet. I know you are, bro, and that's why I'm going to hit you up first. Not only ask you about that game, <laughs> I'm going to ask you about some other games as well. <laughs> My man. My man. Smart man. Smart man. <laughs> so, listen, 325 kickoff on Sunday. We got to have you guys all prepared for the recap th that next day. We are so excited over here. I wanted to give a quick shout-out to one of our listeners, Tony G. Now, he had a birth of a little baby girl a few weeks ago, which, you know what I'm saying, I forgot Tony G. Sometimes me and Dub, man, we get on this show, man, the microphone fires on, man, and we just start just going at it. And I forgot to give Tony G a shout-out on the birth of his daughter, Aurelia. So, salute, congratulations, and hopefully she has a Packers Suck shirt on on Sunday. Man, congrats, Tony G, on your little one. Man, it's always a blessing. When those type of things happen, I'm quite sure you're happy as well. Congratulations. And I hope you get some sleep because, man, oh, man, I ain't <laughs> up shit. Man, ain't no way I go back to that. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, those sleepless nights, 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, Ooh. getting up, go get the bottle, change the diaper. I get it. Oh, oh, oh. Tony G, we're going to pray for you, brother. We're going to pray for you. <laughs> Hopefully she's wearing a Packers diaper, though. Shit all over them damn diapers. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, Aiden, refresh the audience before we get out of here, your score prediction for week one. 2016, Bear Nation. Bear down. 23-13. The Bears. The Bears. Audience, after you hear this episode, DM us over your score predictions, and we're going to do a little contest this week. Whoever gets the closest to the actual score, we're going to send you out a little surprise. So 
Hit us up. It has to be before 3 o'clock Sunday. DM us your score prediction for Sunday. So, Dub 26-10, press 23-13. to 13. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Bad Nation, bad Al. Yes, sir. And we are out. <laughs>